What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN You won't see a team play worse than my team played yesterday. The New York Jets' performance yesterday was an embarrassment. You, you hire somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Season's over. I'm done. And Eric Fry. Like, I love the movie Draft Day. It's one of my top five favorite movies of all time. (laughs) It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Howdy, how's it going out there? Welcome in uh, to a feel-good Friday edition of the starting lineup. Here on ESPN Radio 98.9, the uh, game. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you here live in the uh, 98.9 and uh, Jack FM studios. Coming up, we got a good show uh, lined up for you. As always, uh, coming up, we'll be hitting up on a Major League of Baseball, the action that happened uh, last night. Uh, Shohei Otani, all he does in Texas is hit moonshots. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Cubs got a win, and that's a sweep there. So we'll hit up on uh, that and uh, take a look at this weekend's action as well. Cardinals were off, so that was good. They didn't lose a game, but they are in New York to have a little East Coast swing as it's going to be a, a three-game set with the uh, Mets starting uh, this evening. And uh, they'll also be traveling to Washington to start the uh, next week. But uh, we'll hit up on uh, that. And we'll also uh, talk about uh, the uh, U.S. Open uh, golf tournament as well. As, well, it's supposed to be a hard course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not so much. Ricky Fowler and Zaner Shoffley didn't think so. So we'll hit up on that as the round number two is already underway so we'll see what those festivities are and we'll also uh, be hitting up on uh, some NBA news and notes a lot of NBA news and notes uh, come out of just this morning alone Mm -hmm. Uh, Warriors new GM uh, Michael Jordan and the uh, Hornets and of course the big news of uh, John Morant and yesterday was the uh, parade for the Denver Nuggets celebration and what a turnaround Jokic didn't want to leave the parade. Well, yes. Yes. (laughs) I guess he didn't quite understand what a championship parade uh, meant, but I wanted to stick around for a little bit longer. (laughs) So uh, we'll hit up on that. Of course, it's the uh, weekend uh, coming up, and we would have NASCAR pick him, but NASCAR is off uh, this weekend uh, for uh, Father's Day. So uh, we won't have any NASCAR pick him. Nope. For you this Friday, so. But we do have uh, some this day in sports history coming up. 
in the pod. This date in uh, sports history uh, coming up, and uh, we like to uh, thank the fine folks from McMahon Meats, Tingley Insurance Agency, Worth Computer Repair, and uh, Topolis State Bank for uh, sponsoring uh, the uh, mm-hmm. starting lineup and uh, making this possible from 11 to noon every uh, weekday. Coming at you here, and whatever don't get to here in the uh, radio hour, we'll get to in the uh, podcast in some sort of fashion along with that of uh, this date in uh, sports history, as well as we may touch on the uh, Cardinals' uh, situation uh, about their uh, manager uh, mm-hmm. situation. I know that we uh, tabled that uh, conversation uh, from yesterday. We talked about that off the air, so uh, we may get into that. Uh, as well, but we'll just have to see if we can get around to it. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see what we can get to here on the show, and uh, let's get it started. And let's hit it up, and let's get it started with first things first. Before we get into the show, First things first. And we're starting off with that NBA news and the news that the suspension has been handed down by the NBA on one John Morant, the Memphis Grizzly star. Of course, he was shown for the second time wielding a gun on social media. And this time he was already suspended once. And that was back in March. And, well, he did it again, and uh, the NBA uh, came down on the penalty here as uh, Ja is going to be suspended for 25 games to start the 2023-2024 season due to uh, conduct detrimental to the league, according to the uh, statement that Adam Silver and the NBA put out this morning. So Ja Moran hammered down on 25 games for the uh, Memphis Grizzly star yeah how are we feeling about that 25 game suspension well, at first travis i was n- not super excited about it mm-hmm. 25 did not seem like big enough considering he's a repeat offender considering everything else that you know has gone on here mm-hmm. and the nba wants to come down hard and and the reason why i was upset about it is because of adam silver's statement saying we don't want to distract from the nba finals by announcing this so we're going to wait till the season's over and we're going right. to wait until after the parade even mm-hmm. to, to, to announce this. Basically, the very last thing of the basketball year is going to be this announcement. Yeah, before like the new, right, new league, league year, year starts. starts with the NBA draft. So I think a lot of people were going a full season, half a season. Mm. What are, you know, it's got to be something big like that. To me, 25 is it a big deal? Yeah, because he is a, a star on the Memphis Grizzlies. And I would say, again, he's probably one of the top 10 basketball players in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But it's not really that big of a deal. Right, yeah. And it is going to cost him my thought that I heard on uh, first take. They had uh, Woj. Who uh, broke the news with uh, Stephen A. Smith mm-hmm. on a first take about this? Um, him losing about twenty some million dollars. Yes, uh, I think due to this uh, suspension and also could significantly hamper his chances at a supermax 
uh, deal as well because there's conditions on his contract for a super max. Mm -hmm. He would have to make all NBA and whatnot, and he didn't do that this year. And, I mean, missing 25 games, that's probably going to hamper those chances as well. Well, and like I said, that's how I felt. And then I started doing some research, Travis. First of all, Adam Silver said in a statement that the potential for other young people to emulate Jaws' conduct is particularly concerning. Under these circumstances, we believe the suspension of 25 games is appropriate and makes clear that engaging in reckless and irresponsible behavior with guns will not be tolerated. Mm -hmm. He also went on to say, and I did not know this, is that the suspension will come with conditions for his return. It says, for job, basketball needs to take a back seat at this time. Prior to his return to play, he will be required to formulate and fulfill a program with the league that directly addresses the circumstances that led him to this repeat destructive behavior. So even though it's only 25 games, if Ja does not come up with this plan and all of this and follow it, it could be more. It could be, yeah. Morant will be ineligible to participate in any public league or team activities, including preseason games. He said, quote, I've had time to reflect, and I realize how much hurt I've caused. I want to apologize to the NBA, the Grizzlies, my teammates in the city of Memphis, to Adam Silver, Zach Kielman, Robert Para, who gave me the opportunity to be a professional athlete and have supported me. I'm sorry for the harm I've done. To the kids who look up to me, I'm sorry for failing you as a role model. I promise I'm going to be better. To all my sponsors, I'm going to be a better representation of our brands. And to all of my fans, I'm going to make it up to you, I promise. I'm spending the offseason and my suspension continuing to work on my own mental health and decision making. I'm also going to be training so that I'm ready to go when I can get be back on the court. I know my teammates are going to hold it down, and I'm so sorry I won't be out there with you at the beginning of the season. I hope you'll give me the chance to prove to you over time I'm a better man than what I've been showing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I hear you about those uh, conditions. And uh, after the uh, March incident when he was on Instagram Live, the first incident there with the uh, at the Denver nightclub, mm-hmm. uh, he did go to a rehab facility or a counseling facility in uh, Florida, but he didn't spend a lot of time there. And it was like yes. two or three days or something like that. Well, and, that. and not only that, what the NBA said on Friday was that he wielded the firearm while knowing that he was being recorded, despite having made comments to the NBA and public statements that he would not repeat the conduct for which he was previously disciplined. So right. it's one of those things where first time, shame on you. Second time, shame on me. Like mm-hmm. you, you did it once. You then came back and said, I'm not going to do it again. I've learned from this. And then you knew you were being recorded. It wasn't like someone secretly recorded him holding it, and he didn't know there was a camera. Because that's a different thing. I don't think it would have been as harsh if that was the case. But the second time, he knew the camera was on him. He knew what was happening. So, again, I think it should have been more. Yeah. That's my opinion. And I also think, Travis, you want it to sting? Let him play preseason. Let him play the beginning of the year. Suspend him 25 games, the last 25 games of the year. Hmm. <sighs> I don't think he can do that. Why not? You're the commissioner. You can do whatever you want, right? <laughs> you, uh, you run it. You uh, That means you can play the first however many so games of the, of the season. I don't think that would uh, work out uh, there, but... Uh, he wouldn't be allowed to uh, play a preseason uh, basketball because uh, during this little um, language in this suspension of uh, he's suspended for all public activities with 
the deal with the team and that could involve uh, practice uh, as well so uh, it's probably uh, not going to happen and uh, yeah the 25 games this is kind of like when you've been building up this entire season in a television show and building it up for an entire season and then you get to this moment and it's just a big letdown Mm -hmm. because 25 games was that would that have really distracted from the nba finals we had to save this announcement for post finals and post parade even as well we had to drop it on a friday morning Mm -hmm. i mean yeah 25 games seems a little uh, anticlimactic for uh, the circumstances of, you know, was saying that you didn't want it to be a distraction. This would have been a quick little headline, and they would have talked about it on the first block of the segment of the pregame show mm-hmm. before an NBA game, mm-hmm. before a finals game, and then that would have been it. And, yeah, and again, Travis, like I understand 25, and I, I get it, but the Grizzlies, they're 33-17 and 17 in games without John Morant over the past two years. This isn't going to hurt them at all. No. They're going to keep playing well. So, again, I, I, I guess you're hurting Morant's earning opportunities. And, again, I, you know, it's it's his best friend. It's that right. Devontae Pack who's been involved in several of Morant's off-court incidents that merited investigation from the league office. Pack was banned from attending Grizzlies' home games for a year following an investigation into a post-game confrontation with the Indiana Pacers traveling party on January 29th when a red laser was alleged to have been pointed out of an SUV in which Morant was traveling. Remember talking hmm. about that. It's yeah, the I, same I guy. I forgot about that. It's the same guy, and it was the Instagram video of his friend's account. So... It, I think it's very simple. John Morant just needs to find some new friends. Right. And that, that, stay away from this guy. And if I'm the yeah. Grizzlies, I'm telling him, stay away from this guy. Right. He's nothing but bad news for you. He's done nothing but hurt your career. You're, would you not say, Travis, that two, three years ago, John Morant was trending upward to kind of be the next guy in the NBA? As far as he was, you know, able to make the plays and he was able to, you know, he he had, he was marketable and everything like that. And he was the small town guy on the Grizzlies team, like, you know. Right. Yeah. And he was like a highlight reel with the dunks and everything. He was kind of an, he he was the underdog. Like in that Memphis team was the underdog. When you think about the teams in the West, like, and he was the face of that franchise. Mm -hmm. Now he's done nothing but damage that. Yeah. And, you know, he needs to he needs to get get help, obviously, mm-hmm. and he needs to be looking at the people he's associating with. Right. Yeah, definitely. And take a hard look of uh, who you surround yourself with and mm-hmm. you're kind of guilty by association. Yeah. Uh, sometimes and it's tough when these guys become famous and uh, start yep. having all this money and, you know, you want to be loyal to your homeboys and whatnot. But sometimes. And it seems like, Travis, the NBA is the worst at this. Mm -hmm. Where, you know, oh, well, my best friend is my agent. We've heard stories about that. You don't really hear that in the NFL. You don't really hear that in Major League Baseball of, like, groups and entourages and stuff like that made up of your friends. Yeah, definitely not baseball. Definitely not baseball. <laughs> and and I, I would say not even football minus maybe like a Patrick Mahomes, a Tom Brady, 
those yeah, next level stars. stars. Yeah. But they all seem very down to earth as well. I mean, I saw Patrick Mahomes shotgun in a beer at a uh, Luke Combs concert, I think it was, or maybe Chris Stapleton over the weekend. Like, that mm-hmm. seems very down to earth. You're not getting up on stage with him if you're worried about what your entourage thinks. Yeah. There are some uh, select cases that you get yeah. have uh, entourages be a problem. And, oh, Antonio Brown. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. His uh, team just got kicked out of the uh, Arena League. I saw that. After a press conference that he did. So, so let's – Memphis, what do you do? Right. Are you keeping him? You cutting I mean, him? Yeah, I think you – I think you have to keep him. You have to keep him, I think. I yeah. mean, but I guess it all depends on, on where they're at when he comes back. Yeah. And, you know – and it could be uh, along the lines of, you know, three strikes are out. You, right. You mess up again. Well, I don't know how much more we can well, try again, to help you and is, support you. Is this three? You have the incident with the SUV. You have the first video and now the second video. Right. I think it's suspended for the first incident with the SUV. Yeah, but it was investigated and he was in the SUV. Yeah. So, and the NBA even said in their press release today that even um, – Morant not being charged with a crime would not prevent the league from handing down more discipline. So right. they'll hand down more even if he is not charged with anything. Yeah. I I think he is on he's on his third strike right now. Yeah, I think on his last chance. Yeah. There I think the next time he messes up, if he messes up again, that would be a cause for Memphis to probably move on uh from him, but if he does something like this again, Travis, because this is unprecedented, him getting suspended for, even though I know we both think it should be maybe a little more, just because of the way they hyped it up, it is still unprecedented mm-hmm. for this reason. Right. Yeah, he didn't break any laws. Right. If he does it again, Travis, are you banning him? Hmm. Like, is that the next step for the NBA? Ban or a suspend an entire season suspension. But again, it all depends on do you look at this as him as three or two? Right. I think if this is three, next has to be life. Mm-hmm. And I can't think Ooh. of a, a lot of basketball players that have been banned for life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think life may be a little harsh, but right. indefinitely season. Yeah. Until you work through this and show us that you are making progress and not going to make the same mistake again. Right. Because the worst thing they can do is they've already said that they said a condition for him coming back is to have this plan. The worst thing that can happen for the NBA is he comes back after 25 games. He does this plan. He fills it out. He says he does it. And then he goes back and does the same thing again. Cause then the NBA looks like a bunch of morons who let this guy back in when he clearly was not in the right space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think if that happens, I think we'll see Adam Silver and the NBA come down pretty harshly because they'll be the ones looking like idiots. Mm, yeah, definitely uh, next time uh, more harshly, but hopefully uh, it doesn't happen. Hopefully not. Uh, I'm rooting time. for John Morant. Right. Yeah. Right, Wichita State guy. Definitely, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, I said underdog, underdog, little guy, all his whole career. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
So, 25 games is the uh, suspension for uh, John Moran at the start of the 2023-2024 season. But, with all that being said, Travis, if I'm Mr. James, as in LeBron, I'm calling Memphis. I'm calling Memphis. Lakers need a point guard. <laughs> no. No? No. They'll look elsewhere. Which, okay, which is more of a media circus? Westbrook, Mer, Mer, John Morant, or Kyrie Irving? Mm. They both are. <laughs> that, I, that's my point. <sighs> yeah. I mean, at least you kind of know what you're getting yourself into with Kyrie. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's better to deal with the devil that you know rather than the one that you don't. So, and maybe if you're LeBron, you can think, well, maybe I can tone him down a little bit. Maybe being back, being teammates again. Right. Settle him down. The only thing I'm thinking is if you offered the Grizzlies something that can help you right now as opposed to those 25 games. Mm-hmm. As opposed to just, you know, not wasting, but just giving up those 25 games. Just throwing out a name. Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. Or Austin Reeves. Who can come in and help you right now. You at least have to listen if you're Memphis. Yeah, Reeves. For sure. It's uh not going to be any higher than it was yeah. this season. So. Yeah. Uh, there you go, uh, John Moran. The uh, breaking news uh, this morning that he was suspended uh, for 25 games. We'll uh, see what happens with the uh, NBA as we get closer to uh, the uh, NBA uh, draft. Mm-hmm. There were some uh, trade talks and uh, free agents to be had out of there uh, this offseason. And we'll see what uh, Memphis does for the first 25 games without job. There. All right, we'll step away and we'll return to talking to some Major League Baseball and what's going to happen this weekend as well. All coming up here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Adam and Eve is not giving you 10% off and not 20% off or even 40%. Your discount is even bigger. AdamandEve.com is giving you a whopping 50% off. But why stop there? In addition to 50% off, you also get 10 free gifts. That includes a racy item for him, a sensuous toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. And best of all... Free shipping. Always delivered in discreet packaging. So rethink your bedroom routine. Go to adamandeve.com and enter the station's exclusive code at checkout. Free 66. And get, you know the discount, 50% off almost any item and 10 tantalizing free gifts. That's free 66. Again, free 66. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, See us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. 
Equal housing lender and member FDIC. This is Sherry, owner of Eubinger's Furniture Company. I'm still here, and my sales staff and I are making deals on in-stock items that nobody beats. If you want interest-free financing instead of discounts, well, with approved credit, Eubinger's has that too. I love shopping, so my floor is packed with amazing new styles, as well as proven favorites and the best mattresses on the market today. We have what you want, so shop Eubinger's Furniture Company, where the deals are always worth the drive. Highway 50 East Flora. Father's Day is this week. Place your orders at Nemerks today. Maybe you need to reserve Dad's favorite dessert, blueberry or strawberry pie. Maybe you need a reservation for Nemerks' huge breakfast buffet. Or maybe you just want to make Father's Day easy on everyone and pick up fried chicken or smoked barbecue pork from Nemerks. Regardless of your plans, call today. Pre-orders will be given preference over same-day orders at Nemerks. Happy Father's Day from our family to yours. So delicious, always special. interruption rob but your transmission oil is approaching maximum life you should get it changed before working on saturday oh, yeah the anniversary party uh cassie where's the most competent garage to get that looked after one moment while i calculate if you've driven more than thirty thousand miles come to dhb transmissions and get a new filter in oil schedule a service today 342-2726 we are geared up to serve you Buffalo Bills Center of the West in Cody, Wyoming, welcomes you as you enter Yellowstone Park's east entrance. Five museums in one, including a wonderful Plains Indian Museum. Welcome to the West. Buffalo Bills Center of the West, Cody, Wyoming. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screens, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. Father's Day may come and go, but mom and pop deals keep on pleasing at Rule King. Take our latest Rudy specials of Liquid Pool Coordinator, sale priced only $14.99. Plus, keep your garden bug-free all season long with two packs of seven insect dust for just $10. Take advantage of these deals and more at RuleKing.com or your neighborhood Rule King, America's farm and home store. And now... You go from 72 in a sunny in Atlanta and then uh, 48 degrees in Minnesota uh, for this one They're with indoors, the Tigers. Okay. They're not indoors. Oh, not anymore. Never mind. <laughs> that has long since been imploded. The starting lineup. Uh, and it's also a Shohei Otani day as yep. he's on the mound against the Guardians. We'll be uh, looking in on a Shohei yep. uh, later Shohei, in the night. Shohei, 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 Shohei. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that was. It's a chant that they do at, like, soccer games. Olay, 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 but you kind of were off a little bit. I was trying to fit Shohei in there, but it's very hard. It doesn't quite go with the beat. No. I tried, though. It really doesn't. You you tried. Another team that tried last night was the Hawks. On 98.9 The Game. Shohei, 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 Shohei.
Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here with you. And uh, we're talking to some uh, Major League Baseball here as the uh, Cardinals they were off last night. So they didn't win or lose. That's a, a positive the way the season mm-hmm. has uh, been going. We'll talk about uh, the uh, weekend uh, series uh, coming up here in just a sec. But uh, let's take a look at what happened in uh, Major League Baseball from uh, last night. The Cubs, they get a series of sweep over Pittsburgh as uh, Chicago and go figure Marcus Stroman, another uh, great outing uh, for him as the Cubs win a 7-2 to two. And it was also the return of Cody Bellinger. It was. As well. Went one for three and an RBI. Yep. In his return off the IL. Yep. And the uh, win for the Cubbies. Cubs playing decent right now. You mentioned Marcus Stroman, Travis. Sixth straight victory for him. And yeah. on top of it, good guy. Why is that? Well, when the Cubs players arrived yesterday to the Wrigley Field, mm-hmm. in all the locker rooms was a Nintendo Switch. Bought for him by Marcus Stroman. He bought everyone on the team a Nintendo Switch. Nice. He said, quote, we've got a lot of games in here. He said he thought it would be cool for teammates to have for the long flight to London. Yeah. Nice. And you don't want to talk extension with him. Right. He needs some more money to replace the money that he just used to buy those Switches. Hey, you know what, though? That's a nice gesture. Sure. You know, we've heard of, like, quarterbacks taking linemen out for steak and mm-hmm. stuff. This is yeah. something that even if a guy's not a gamer, he can give it to his kid or a grandkid oh, or definitely. whatever. So Yeah, definitely give it to the kids for sure. Yep. Uh, you said uh, six innings for Stroman, only giving up a couple runs, five strikeouts, yep. four hits, and the bullpen did a nice job of holding it down. For only once. two hits for the uh, Pirates the rest of the way uh, there, and they only picked up two runs on the third, and that was it. So Cubs sweep Pittsburgh as Pittsburgh now 34-33 and 33 on the season. Yeah, and with that, we have crunched up the NL Central, Travis. Uh, Cubs are in fourth, only three and a half back. Reds are a game back, and the Good Brewers are a half grief. a game. Yeah, so. look at that. Pittsburgh just coming off the sweep. Yep. Milwaukee, there's on a six-game losing streak. Yep. Flip side, Cincinnati won five in a row. Now you guys, obviously, mm-hmm. three in a row. By and the way, the Cubs Cardinals are the done. only ones in the NL Central with a plus run differential. <laughs> it's plus four. That's the best in the NL Central. Mm. Wow. I think coming up maybe uh, maybe next week or, or the week after um, – we, we may be doing a Travis contender or pretender when it comes to MLB teams Could, as yeah. we close in on the halfway mark. So Yeah, very well. Be on the lookout for that. Yeah. Uh, last night also uh, the uh, Angels getting the win over the uh, Rangers 5-3. Uh, 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 Shohei Otani uh, goes uh, deep yet again, and he also uh, was pitching uh, as well 443 feet to the opposite field. Uh, adding to his uh, home run totals, he's had uh, 10 home runs in his mm-hmm. past 16 games, and he uh, uh, matches Pete Alonso's lead uh, for uh, the most home runs in the major leagues this season. And he also has a 12-game hit streak as well. And already in this series, he went uh, 459 feet and 453 feet just in this series alone with Texas. So been hitting some bombs there in global life. Travis, I'll be honest, this Angels team – is what made me think contender pretender because I don't remember in the past three to four years, the angels being seven games above 500 at this point in the season. 
Yeah. Usually by July, we're writing them off and saying the best player and the two best players in all of baseball are not going to be in the postseason again. Mm-hmm. This year, they're right there. Yeah, doing too bad for themselves. So, I, I don't know. This year, minus the Rays, Travis, would you not say this year in baseball, everyone's just kind of the same? Right? Like, you know, the, the A's and the Rockies and at times the Cardinals and the Royals, Royals. are kind of at the bottom right oh, now yeah. and, the, and the Nationals. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the Rays are really good. Mm-hmm. But other than that, everything else just kind of seems there. Right. Yeah, I mean, the Braves quietly yep. having a yep. great season, 43 and 26, yep. Yep. five games ahead of the Marlins. The and Diamondbacks, the 41 and 28. Yeah, they're kind of like, can they keep it going throughout the entirety of the season? Mm-hmm. Uh, same way with Texas. They're off to that three and a half game lead in the West. Right. So, um, well. But then, you know, we mentioned the Rays, how, you know, they are without doubt the best team in baseball. They just split a series with the A's. And if it wasn't for an eighth inning home run last night, they would have lost again. Yeah. So I know everyone says, well, that's baseball for you. But our job is to try and figure out who's the best teams. Mm -hmm. And right now, I don't know if I could name you the best team in baseball. Yeah. Currently, right now, the Angels are a game back in the wild card standing. So, mm. still not in the postseason. If yep. it ended uh, today uh, there. Uh, like you mentioned, uh, the Rays have beaten the A's 4-3 uh, to three as they go ahead. Home run in the eighth inning gives Tampa the win and gets win number 50. And it's the quickest that their franchise has ever reached. 50 games wow. in a season. So, Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Phillies got the win over the Diamondbacks 5 to uh, 4. Phillies now climb above 500 for the first time since May 13th. I mean, quite a while. A long time. Uh, the Orioles, they beat the Blue Jays 4 to 2, uh, thanks to all the uh, Rauchman's home run as well, giving the uh, uh, Baltimore the dub. Tigers get the win over the uh, Twins, and only the uh, second Tiger win in 13 games. And eight to four winner last night. Braves eight to three over the Rockies. Uh, the uh, Nationals got the win in extras, a uh, four to one in 10 innings to avoid a sweep. Uh, the Guardians they uh, beat the Padres eight to uh, six, and the uh, Dodgers get the win over the White Sox. Five to four in eleven innings as uh, Freddie Freeman gets the uh, game winner uh, there uh, last night against the uh, White Sox. So uh, there was uh, what happened last night in the world of uh, Major League Baseball, and uh, coming up, we'll take a look at the. Uh, schedule for uh, this weekend as uh, the uh, Cubs will be hosting uh, the uh, mm-hmm. Baltimore Orioles this uh, weekend and uh, the uh, Cardinals out in New York as well. And also, we've got some things to talk about with the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, it's been well documented here on this show that I want Ali Marmol gone. Yeah. And when is it going to happen? And if it's going to happen, who could potentially uh, be uh, taken over? Well, the other day we were kicking around uh, some ideas of uh, who would take over for the uh, Cardinals if they do, in fact, make a, a change. And so we'll touch on that a little bit as well coming up here on the starting lineup. 
the starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. This is Deputy Chief Kurt Davis of the Effingham Police Department with another safety tip for online use for your family. While online, a child might provide information or arrange an encounter that could risk his or her safety or the safety of other family members. In a few cases, pedophiles have used online services and bulletin boards to gain a child's confidence and then arrange a face-to-face meeting. Parents, be sure to stay in touch with your children's online activities, and if you detect any threats to your child's safety, notify your local police department. How does owning a pressure washer make your life easier? Well, you can wash the house, two cars, the porch, a garage floor, driveway, and a tractor all before lunch. Nothing is more red, white, and blue or more rugged than a Landa pressure washer from Crossroads Truck Equipment. The best way to keep everything around your household sparkly clean is with the household name in pressure washers, Landa. Crossroads Truck Equipment, 500 North Keller Drive in Effingham, Central Illinois, Cleaning Solutions Headquarters. Father's Day is this week. Place your orders at Neemerks today. Maybe you need to reserve Dad's favorite dessert, blueberry or strawberry pie. Maybe you need a reservation for Neemerks' huge breakfast buffet. Or maybe you just want to make Father's Day easy on everyone and pick up fried chicken or smoked barbecue pork from Neemerks. Regardless of your plans, call today. Pre-orders will be given preference over same-day orders at Neemerks. Happy Father's Day from our family to yours. So delicious, always special, Show your appreciation of this great nation we live in by flying the flag with pride this June and July. We want to share the pride. Go to Effingham Radio and submit your picture of your flag, whether at your business, your home, your boat, wherever it is. Show your pride at EffinghamRadio.com. Proudly sponsored by Disabled American Veterans Chapter Number 7 in Effingham, Jay's Hobby Shop, Barlow Lock and Security, Sanitation Services, The Rubbish Gobbler, and DHB Transmission. Now at Menards, save big money in your next project with 11% off everything. Keep your home looking clean and beautiful with DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer from Dutch Boy with a washable and stain-resistant finish. Transforming your home has never been easier. Get a gallon of flat for just $27.97 plus 11% off at Menards. Good through June 18th, savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Hi, this is Mark Preps, owner of Preps Auto Body. The other day I answered the phone at our shop and the guy said, I was in last week and got an estimate. Actually, I ended up getting three estimates that day. Anyway, I'd like to schedule my vehicle with you. I asked him, why did you choose us? Were we the cheapest? He responded, no, actually you were the highest. He went on to say, when I was at your shop, your estimator explained how we would need to recalibrate the adaptive cruise control after completing repairs to ensure the distance radars are set correctly. She told me this is a required operation after removing the bumper. He said, I went out and got two other estimates that day and neither shop mentioned doing the recalibration nor did they have it on their estimates. So, I ended up calling the dealership I bought the car from and they confirmed exactly what your estimator said. So that's why I want Preps Auto Body to fix my car. Recalibrations are one of the most missed operations not being done by body shops. These are absolutely necessary to ensure sensors, radars, and cameras are set correctly after performing repairs. You can trust Preps Auto Body to repair your vehicle correctly. Probst Auto Body, providing fast, friendly, and quality service. And now, the starting lineup. Hello. Hello. Hello, welcome in. Welcome back to the starting lineup, 98.9 The Game. 
Hey, Travis, the Olympics are over and done with, so maybe we need to get rid of this uh, music bed. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. St. Louis City SC are back in action against Nashville at Goodius Park tomorrow night. City drew the LA Galaxy 1-1 in their most recent contest on Sunday. St. Louis still in first place in the Western Conference. Nine wins, two draws, and five losses. 29 points tomorrow's match kicks off at 7.30. Missouri Tigers may have their quarterback of the future. Three-star gunslinger Adrian Glover announced his commitment to the football program yesterday. The three-star recruit picked Missouri over the likes of Oklahoma State and Stanford. He's the third player to commit to the Tigers from the class of 2024. Chicago Sky were beat near the buzzer during a 92-90 loss to the Indiana Fever at Wintrust Arena. The Sky led by as many as 11 in the first half, but were outscored 27-19 in the fourth quarter alone. The Sky are 5-6, and six, and they visit the Mystics on Sunday. Chicago Bears have locked down their 2023 draft class. Chicago signed defensive tackle Gervin Dexter Sr. and cornerback Tyreek Stevenson to their rookie contracts yesterday. The pair were Chicago's only picks from April's, deal, April's draft without a deal. The Bears also had their final day of mandatory minicamp yesterday, and they'll return to Hollis Hall to start training camp next month. Nevada's governor is putting the final touches on a bill to help Oakland Athletics build a $1.5 billion stadium for the Las Vegas trip. He signed that bill yesterday. The next step for the team is approval from the MLB owners, which is expected to come in a vote in a relocation plan. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here. It's Travis Sparks, Eric Fry over there with the Sports Center hit. 2028 season is what they're looking for for that uh, A's stadium. 2028. 2028. Wow. I know what you're going to do in the meantime, but 2028. Right. Yeah. Hmm. 2028. In the meantime, they're going to play at uh, where the Raiders play. Hmm. Isn't there no women? There's the the Las Vegas Isotopes, right? Weren't they uh I don't know minor league team? I'm sure that they do have a minor league team there. I was trying to uh the Aviators, not Isotopes. That would be like somewhere else. Just trying to find uh, Rob Manford's exact quote that he had from uh, the uh, talked about the boycott, uh, boy a uh, reverse boycott. And whatnot. Las Vegas ballpark, Travis. Uh, was it, it was, yeah, I was asked about it. It was said it was great. It's great to see it, that this year is almost an average Major League Baseball crowd in that facility for one night. That's a great thing. Wow. <laughs> wow. An average Major League Baseball crowd for wow. one night. Yeah, that's. I, I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's he's not. not wrong. He's not, but a little harsh yeah. for a commissioner to say that. By the way, the Las Vegas ballpark, Travis, uh, home of the Aviators, mm-hmm. it was named the best ballpark in minor league baseballs in 2019, 2021, or 2022. Yeah, there you go. So why not just go play there for a couple of years, right? Why not? Why not? Uh, let's take a look at what it's going to happen uh, this weekend in MLB. We already mentioned that uh, Baltimore coming to uh, town there in Chicago. Take on the uh, Cubs. You got Cole Irvin uh, tonight against uh, Kyle Hendricks. Not even tonight. It's in the afternoon. Yeah. 120, 120. Uh, start time. Welcome so to a Friday. Friday afternoon Friday with yeah. the uh, City Connect Wrigleyville jerseys. Mm-hmm. Once again, Eric's favorite. I mean, out of all the City Connects, it's the least offensive, I think. <laughs> 
least offensive. And uh, hey, coming from a Cardinal fan again, low key love those hats. The hats are awesome. Uh, yeah, some people get them wrong. The hats are spot. The hats on. are the hats are good. I will admit. I will admit. Uh, Sandy O'Contra going to tonight for the uh, Marlins against the uh, Nationals. We got a, another Yankees versus Red Sox matchup, but this time uh, they're in uh, Boston. You also got a Colorado uh, st- continuing their series in Atlanta. You got a Toronto in a Texas to take on the Rangers. Kevin Gosman against Martina Perez. Uh, the Angels there in Kansas City to take on the Royals. The Reds uh, there in Houston. Take on the uh, Astros. You got Detroit out of Minnesota. Start off their series. Milwaukee, they're stumbling. So is Pittsburgh. Uh, Rich Hill against Julio Tyron. Ooh. Man. Really throwing back the clock there. Uh, yeah. It's throwback night right I there, right? So. Yeah. Guardians still in Arizona. Tristan McKenzie, Zach Galleon for the that matchup. Phillies in Oakland to take on the A's. Tampa in San Diego to take on the Padres. You got Shane McClanahan going against you, Darvish. You also got the White Sox, Michael Kopech going in Seattle. San Francisco and L.A. renewing their rivalry. And you also got the Cardinals in New York to take on the Mets. Miles Michaelis going tonight. For the Cardinals, uh, Taylor McGill again one for the uh, Mets tonight. Five fifteen will be the pregame show start time here on a ninety eight nine, and then on a Saturday you got a two fifteen start, and then eleven forty five before uh, Father's Day on Sunday. Uh, pitching matchups on Saturday you got uh, Adam Wainwright matching up with uh, Singa there, and on Sunday for Father's Day you got Matthew Libertor against Carlos Carrasco. Mm. Uh, there with the cards versus a uh, Mets uh, for a Saturday. The uh, Cubs here on ESPN undecided, but looks like that uh, Justin Steele is uh, coming back from the IL and uh, he had uh, no hiccups in his uh, bullpen session. So he will most likely make the start on Saturday for Chicago right. coming off the IL, not even going to a rehab assignment or nothing. Just coming straight up, straight back in there. So, We'll see how many innings actually uh, pitches, and that's also going to be a 120 game as well. Kyle Gibson for Baltimore, and then uh, Chicago's got the Peacock game this goody, Sunday. Goody. Uh, Dean Kramer against James Tyon as well goody, goody. on Sunday. And then uh, Sunday night at baseball, you got the Yankees and the Red Sox again. Servino against James Paxton uh, there. On ESPN, you got Lance Lynn starting on Father's Day for Chicago. Zach Wheeler going. Chris Bassett for the Blue Jays. Uh, Zach Greinke for KC. Tyler Anderson opposing him there. Charlie Morton on Saturday, on Sunday for the Braves. Um, there might be a few other pitching matchups. Uh, Logan Webb against Tony Goslin. I don't know why we couldn't have that on Sunday Night Baseball. Yeah. Uh, two in a row for the Yankees and Red Sox. Because it's the most storied rivalry in all of baseball, Travis. I guess so, yeah. You also have the uh, team with the best record in the league versus a team that had the most hype around them, or one of the teams that had the most hype around them with the Rays and Padres matching up too. Joe Mm -hmm. Musgrove going on Sunday as well. So, uh, that's a, a look at what's going on uh, this uh, weekend in uh, MLB. But really quickly here as uh, we uh, close out uh, the uh, baseball segment for uh, the week. Yes. 
been one of the uh, hottest topics uh, this week and will be one of the hottest topics moving forward with the uh, St. Louis Cardinals and the uh, future of possible changes and uh, whatnot. Everyone knows my feelings uh, about that, about a clearing house and making a switch there at the managerial position. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, it's not a matter of if. I think it's a matter of when. All right. So who do you want? Who do I want? Well, that's a good question. Who do I? Uh, I mean, because they always say, if you want to make a change, who is better than what you have? Well, what I know of the Cardinals, they won't do anything drastic. So it'll just be promoting the bench coach, Joe McEwen. Well, during the season, yes. But that doesn't yes. mean he's going to stay starting in the offseason. Yeah, well, I mean, when as soon as Marmol was, was hired, I didn't think that he was going to be around for a long time anyways. I thought he was kind of a lame duck manager uh, anyways. Uh, I did have uh, two names that I had on uh, my list of uh, ones kind of uh, out of nowhere, just uh, throwing it uh, up against uh, the wall. Uh, that I maybe heard once passing on Twitter. Okay. What about outside the box thinking? That's how you change this outside the box. Joe Madden. I mean, he's out there. I don't know if he is. I don't know if he wants to the manager. Yes. <laughs> wants to manage again. But I also, Travis, being around Joe Madden and seeing his run them with the Angels, I don't know if his managerial style works for the Cardinals team that is constructed right now. Right. Yeah. I would be a 69 right now. And he only, uh, managed 56 games in his last season with the angels last year, 27 and 29, uh, record, uh, there. So if you're going to go outside of the organization and uh, go kind of against the Cardinals way, you do a Joe, but I think the big one, for me, the potential to do it, but you're really kind of in the same boat with uh, Matheny, Schilt, and Ollie. You're not really going against the grain here, but you are making a big gamble, big risk. Yachty. I mean, that's kind of what everyone's been clamoring for. But again, Travis. First time manager. I know he managed in Port- the Puerto Rico team for the World Baseball different. Classic, and he managed in the Dominican Republic League, I think. But, but it's different. I know. It's different. And the problem with it, and I've always thought this, but I've never vocalized it before. The problem with doing that is if it gets bad. Where do you go from here? You can't fire Yachty. No. The Cardinals cannot fire Yachty. He could go to another team and manage and get fired. But if it just turns out that it's not the right fit, the Cardinals cannot fire Yachty or Molina. No, yeah, you're right. The public backlash for that would be absolutely awful, even if the team isn't doing well because of who he is. Right. So I would let him, if you want to hire him to coach double-A, fine. In the Cardinals organization. Or even the triple A in Memphis. Fine. I would not immediately put him in the major leagues. Yeah. Because, again, like you said, where do you go from here and who's going to be the one to make the call? Because you're going to have first-year growing pains. Definitely. So it's another case of are you looking at two to three years down the road maybe contending? 
Mm-hmm. Or are you wanting a turnaround now? Right. The I name mean, that I'm interested in, that I haven't heard, because I'm not like Travis. I'm not on St. Louis Cardinal Twitters or anything like that. Is there was a certain somebody who was offered a coaching job for college baseball. And they have yet to decide what they're going to do with it. And that was the University of Central Florida. And that man is Joe Girardi. Hmm. Yeah. Joe Girardi, an experienced manager. Experienced manager and also doing what the Cardinals do, hire former players. He only played 16 games, but at least he was in the organization. But here's what I'm thinking, Travis. What position did Joe Girardi play? Catcher. What if you have Girardi come in, hire Yachty to be your bench coach for two years and be manager in waiting training? Right. That is the only way you could bring Yachty right to the majors is if he had some of that bench coach experience and had another catcher as the manager that could lean on. Mm-hmm. And if right. you hired Joe Girardi and told him up front, you're going to be here for two years, and then you know we'll see what happens if you want to move to a bench coach, an advisory role, whatever. But you're our two-year gap to get Yachty ready. Mm-hmm. But again, are the Cardinal fans going to be happy with that? Of two right. years of who knows what you're getting. Right. Yeah, I know we shouldn't make any uh, gut uh, decisions or whatnot, but hey, just look at what happened with uh, Joe Girardi. He got fired from Philadelphia, and then they went on to go to the World Series. Uh, so it's not exactly a bad thing to uh, move on from a manager during times like that. Don't think that's going to happen. I don't know where the Phillies were exactly in the standings, but I don't think they were this bad. But uh, we're up against it, and we'll have to come back to talk some U.S. Open golf to close out the show. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives, and destroying all out of family homes. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. Reefers, flatbeds, dump trailers, hopper bottoms, and van trailers. This is Cleet Beerman at Crossroads Truck Equipment. Our trailer shop can repair your semi-trailer from minor repairs to major collision damage and straightening. Since we're a full-line parts distributor, we have the largest parts inventory. See us for welding, inspections, insurance estimates, and for maintenance like grease and lube, alignments, and safety lighting. You expect a lot from your truck. We exceed your expectations. We're Crossroads Truck Equipment. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217 342 3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you.
The 79th Annual Effingham County Fair will start Saturday, July 29th and run through August 5th. Kicking off the fair Saturday, 5K Run, Car Show, Ranch Sorting, and Pro Bowling League. Locally sponsored by Bex and Nelson Trucking. C-Dubs Inflatables Saturday through Monday with Wars Ideal Carnival Rides starting Tuesday. Jeffers Memorial Stakes kicks off on Sunday, sponsored by Leisure Times and People State Bank. Big Ten Harness Racing Truck, Tractor, and Garden Tractor Pulls sponsored by Dustin Sun Auto Supplies and Wix Filter. Parade, Junior Miss, Talent Show, Fair Queen, and Little Miss Pageant. Harness Horse Racing continues all week. Thursday, it's fast-paced action of the Whip World Rodeo sponsored by Rural King and JT's Tree and Crane. Friday night, Chris Jansen with Dakota Danielle, sponsored by Living It Up, JT's Tree and Crane, and Land of Lincoln Credit Union. Well, you can buy me a boat. You can buy me a truck to pull. Get tickets, track seats, VIP, or grandstand. Wrapping up the fair Saturday, August 5th, the COPS Kids and Teens Day, 9.30 to noon, and the Demo Derby at 6.30, sponsored by Tri-County Towing. For tickets, call 1-888-854-FAIR or online at FEMCountyFair.com or Facebook. And now, the starting lineup. Welcome back in to the uh, podcast of the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9. And nope, nope, redo that. On 98.9, the game. And nope, nope, redo that. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. We're only here on 98.9. We're just a little bit longer, then we'll switch things over to uh, overtime. U.S. Open uh, golf there, round number one in the uh, books. Round number two uh, currently uh, going on in uh, progress. Supposed to be a difficult course. Not so much. Ricky Fowler and Xander Shaffley had Mm -hmm. no problems with that. Opening round of 62s, a under, as uh, they'll uh, tee off about 3.30 uh, today, but uh, we do have a number one golfer there because they're tied for second now because uh-huh. Wyndham Clark. Ah! Who? Yes. Wyndham Clark, pride of Oregon. Hey. A duck. Quack, quack. Quack, quack. He's uh, three under for the day and nine under for the uh, tournament, and he's currently uh, the leader right now as we uh, close this out. Well, and Travis, going back, Fowler and Shoffley, both Southern California kids, is taking place in Los Angeles. That's a nice thing. And Fowler, as we know, is no stranger to major contention. He's finished top five and eight majors in his career, including in 2014 when he became and is still the only player in major history to finish top five in all four majors in a calendar year without a win. Mm. So this is nothing unexpected from Ricky Fowler in 2017 at Aaron Hills, which a U.S. Open people would say would be comparable to this one. Ricky led by one shot after 18 holes. He finished fifth. So it's it's not uncommon for Ricky Fowler to come out, you know. But, yeah, the 62 tied for the best ever score in a majors round in men's golf history. Wow. And we also had two hole-in-ones yesterday as Ooh. well. Uh, Sam Burns, I know, had one of those. Uh, Dustin Johnson was in good position at the top of the leaderboard at the beginning of this round. Not so much now. He's four over on the day through six, so he's dropped all the way to two under for the tournament. Travis, the lowest first-round scoring average to par. We got a record yesterday. It was the easiest (laughs) opening round in U.S. Open history. Wow. It's a par 70 golf course, so the scoring average based on total strokes is by far the lowest in an opening round in U.S. history. Per player, the course played almost a full shot easier than the next easiest opening round of all time. Wow. I thought this was supposed to be hard, but yeah. not so much yesterday. And people hitting shots, and it's banking off the 
rough and whatnot. So it's almost like they made the rough too rough. Yeah, something like that. Uh, the current cut line is uh, one over. Uh, Jordan Spieth is two over th- for the day. So is uh, Petra uh, as well. Um, not really too big of names are in trouble of missing the cut right now. Shane Lowry hasn't started his day yet, but he's two over currently right now. Justin Thomas, three over. Tommy Fleetwood, three over as well. So Real quick, one guy who is under par, Travis, is Phil Mickelson. That is his 29th round that he's had under par to U.S. Open. His first one came 30 years ago in 1990. That's the third most, and he has never won a U.S. Open, and no left-handed golfer has ever won a U.S. Open. Really? Hmm. Interesting. So uh, we'll see how the uh, weekend uh, shakes out, and we'll continue more conversations in the uh, podcast. But coming up next here is uh, Fitz and Harry. So enjoy, and have a great Father's Day weekend as well. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. back in to the uh, starting lineup. Welcome into overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry still here with you. And we got stuff to uh, clean up from the uh, radio hour. Didn't even get to the other news in uh, the uh, NBA of uh, Michael Jordan. Looks like he's going to be end of an era there. Going to be uh, selling his stake in the team. And also uh, the uh, Warriors have a new uh, general manager as well. And some other uh, news and uh, notes from the program, as well as uh, the state in uh, sports history uh, coming up as well. But first, before we get to uh, any of that, is there anything on SportsCenter that you wanted to hit on? Yeah, one of the NFL's top free agents is going to take his time deciding his next place of employment. According to ESPN wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins, visited with the New England Patriots on Thursday, and both sides are now expected to take some time to assess their next steps. 31-year-old, who also visited the Titans earlier this week, is in no rush to sign with the team and has even considered waiting until closer to training camp in late July to make a decision. Hopkins was released by the Cardinals, as we know. Yeah, I'm just worried he's going to go to the Patriots. Oh, yeah. That's what everyone does. But he'd have to have a quarterback to throw him the ball there. So, I guess well, same thing don't in Tennessee. You, yeah, well, don't you know that it wasn't Mac Jones's fault last year? It was oh. the defensive coordinator that was the offensive coordinator calling plays. Oh, well. Because sure. that works out. Because the, he's the guy throwing the ball, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The, the throwing is a... Uh, is a factor as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Ray Lewis III, the son of former NFL star Ray Lewis, is dead at the age of 28. A family member announced the news on social media Thursday, but details surrounding his death were not yet known. Like his father, Lewis played college football at the University of Miami. The elder Lewis, as we know, played 17 NFL seasons as a linebacker for the Ravens, winning two Super Bowls. So yeah, I did see that. To pass that one along. Mm, 28 years old. Mm-hmm. That's too young. 
Speaking of the Ravens, one of the members of the Ravens' backfield is hoping to get a new deal. Running back J.K. Dobbins said Thursday that he didn't participate in Baltimore's mandatory minicamp this week because of his contract situation. Dobbins is in the final year of his rookie deal and was at the team facility during minicamp but was not on the field for any of the three practices. He also skipped all of the voluntary workouts this spring. Head coach John Harbaugh says the final minicamp practice he had expected Dobbins to practice this week. So they expected him to practice. He did not. The Wizards are exploring all options for a potential blockbuster trade involving Bradley Beal. The Athletic reports Washington has discussed a trade with the Sacramento Kings. Beal currently has a no-trade clause in his contract, but would reportedly consider a trade to Sacramento. The report also says there isn't a clear pathway for the two sides in a potential trade. So, be on the lookout for that, right? Mm, yeah. And that's what we got. That's your Sports Center. And I uh, almost uh, forgot that the uh, College World Series was uh, getting underway yep. uh, this evening. Uh, after you hear this, uh, Oral Roberts and TCU are already a play or playing in mm-hmm. uh, uh, Virginia, Florida. Also, uh, are uh, first up tonight, and then on uh, Saturday, uh, Stanford against uh, Wake Forest and Tennessee against LSU. Uh, and then the uh, matchups will be decided by the winners and losers. Um, from this one, the right, matchups on right. Sunday and beyond and whatnot. So uh, things getting started there in Omaha for the College World Series. <coughs> He's going to take the crown. And, Travis, we are six days away from the NFL draft, or the NBA draft. Yep, six days away from, I mean, the number one pick seems to be wrapped up. But yep. Uh, it's kind of like in the NHL, seems like the number one draft pick's uh, wrapped up. It's all about who's going number two and mm-hmm. beyond that and see if we get any trades. Uh, Bradley Beal, the mentioned there, see yep. if he gets dealt uh, there at some point and see who gets selected by the Thunder. They have a, like Plethora. 20 picks in the first round so, or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Feels like it. So, uh, yeah, we'll definitely be uh, getting into that. Uh, next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, speaking of uh, the uh, NBA, uh, Michael Jordan, he's no longer going to be uh, the owner of the uh, Charlotte Hornets as looks like he's agreed to sell his majority stake in uh, the uh, Charlotte Hornets and he ends his 13-year run as majority owner, one of the only majority owners uh, that's African-American and he's going to sell his stake for an approximate $3 billion in value for Mr. MJ. Yeah. Um, I, I I wonder why. Is it just because he realizes he's not good at it? Or... I don't know. It's, I don't think he's hurting for cash. No. Unless that new NASCAR team is really sucking him dry. Yeah. That is one of the other ventures that he's involved in. Uh, but he said that he'll keep a minority stake in the team and maintain a presence with the franchise. Uh, so there's that. He's going to sell his stake, but not completely going away from from the team. Uh, he did pay uh, $275 million for a majority stake in the franchise in 2010. So he turned that $275 million into a $3 billion value. Mm. So I think it's good. I mean, uh, that's great for him, but again, I don't know. And maybe I mean, he just wants to get out of the limelight. Maybe, or just doesn't want to be the owner anymore because well, hard to get made fun of. Yeah, hasn't been successful at it ever. No, nope, not really. So, 
Jordan, no longer the owner of the Charlotte Hornets. Did you have did you have something else to go into, Travis? Uh, just the Warriors there promoting Mike Dunleavy oh, Jr. Okay. to a GM. The only reason why is because our very first this day in sports history involves Michael Jordan, but you can you can go with the Dunleavy news. Oh well, uh, they're elevating him from a vice president of basketball ops and will replace uh, former president GM Bob Myers, who stepped down after eleven seasons and uh, four uh, championships. So uh, Mike Dunleavy Jr. going to be. Uh, former uh, manager, Bowl, I believe. Yeah, I think so. I believe so. I think he had a uh, ton of uh, experience on a ton of different mm-hmm. teams. Mm-hmm. So um, he's the uh, son of longtime NBA player, coach, and executive Mike Dunleavy yep. Sr. And uh, Junior won a, a championship with Duke in 2001. Hmm. I forgot he played for Duke. And uh, the uh, Warriors have some stuff to uh, figure out in uh, the offseason uh, with uh, Draymond and uh, Clay Thompson entering his final year mm-hmm. of his contract as well. So uh, Bob Myers out as a general manager and Mike Dunleavy Jr. in as the GM of the Warriors in a offseason uh, that will shape their future there as well. Yes. So, looks like Conor McGregor's in a little bit of uh, trouble there with uh, not only punching yeah. out that mascot, but being accused of sexual assault at the game. Man, this guy. Stay away from him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, for the longest time, thought maybe after his UFC career kind of dies down and kind of would take the same path as uh, Ronda Rousey has and it would have been good in WWE to be a mouthpiece, but now stay away from him. But maybe with WWE's track record, they wouldn't. Oh, yeah. They'd sign him up in a minute. In a minute. <laughs> in fact, this uh, makes him more attractive to them. Right. In uh, USA with a beatdown of uh, Mexico in uh, soccer uh, yesterday, the uh, largest margin of victory for the USA in a competitive match against Mexico quite a while. It was a 3 to nil. Mm-hmm. win and also ended there prematurely yeah with that being called off with some chance yep it's barely prevalent with mexico yep so uh that's about all i had about all i had there okay mm, anything else besides the state uh, well i did want to let you know that there was an oklahoma fam all right we were talking about the sec schedule Mm-hmm. So there's an Oklahoma fan who posted this on an OU insider board. He said, quote, is this really what we want? How is this great? Just more losses per season and fewer conference championships. Is this what we want? Looks terrible to me, but the TV networks have bamboozled so many. Nothing in the TV's interest is also yours. It's not. So Oklahoma fans having some uh, second thoughts about uh, um, <laughs> joining up with the SEC after seeing the schedule. Right. Hey, that's the SEC, man. It's going to be brutal. Yep. Sorry you can't cakewalk to a championship every year. They should join the WAC or the Pac-12 or something. <laughs> right, if you want to just collect championships. Yeah, because you ain't winning it in any sport and being in the SEC. But it could push you to be better. Like, 
well, this yeah, is obviously that's what you're hoping for, could but... elevate you to being on that upper yeah. echelon because, man, you haven't won in the national title. In forever. Bob Stoops. Yeah, I was say, Bob Stoops is the last one. Yeah. So. I can't even remember who was on that team. Oh, I know I didn't spell. Uh, well, while you're looking that up, Travis, I did want to let people Oklahoma, know that the right. Las Vegas Minor League Stadium, I looked it up, it has capacity of 10,000, and the A's this year are averaging 8,000 people per game. So, perfect fit. So they could just exactly. Move, they could just move there right now. Perfect fit. And call it good. Absolutely. You wouldn't have to have any weight or anything. Just be there until the, the stadium's built in 2028 or whatever. So, <laughs> All right. Let's get to this day in sports history. Mm-hmm. Um, June 16th, 1993. Michael Jordan scored 55 points to lead the Bulls in a Game 4 win over the Suns in the NBA Finals. Jordan becomes the fifth player to score 50 in the Finals in the first since Jerry West in 1969. Since Jordan's historic night, Travis, only LeBron James in 2018 has reached the 50-point threshold in an NBA Finals game. Hmm. Not something that happens all the time. No. And also on this date in 2008, Tiger Woods and Rocco Mediate have a duel for the ages on a Monday 18-hole playoff at the U.S. Open. The two remain tied after an additional 18 holes at Torrey Pine, forcing a sudden death playoff. At 45 years old, Mediate is seeking to become one of the oldest major winners in history, while Woods is seeking his 14th career major victory. And it was Woods who won after a par on the 91st hole. And Travis, I will say... That is the end of the original Tiger. Yeah. That was that was when, that was it. Mm-hmm. This yep. day, 2008, was the last time we saw the Tiger Woods that we remember. Yep, definitely. And he messed himself up playing those extra 18. Yep, exactly. And he has never been the same since. Right. I and mean, not to mention then the scandal all came out in that, you know, September, yeah. October, November. I think it was November. Mm-hmm. Um, so... That was the final Tiger moment of right. Tiger with, you know, if you think back, it's hard for us now to think back about it. But before the scandal with his wife came out, he was kind of goody two shoes, didn't talk a lot, didn't say a lot, just was known for being a great golfer and didn't really mm-hmm. have any skeletons in the closet. Nope. So we thought. So we thought. <laughs> and everything flipped. So this was mm-hmm. the final. I like to say this is innocent Tiger. Yeah, and was. after this, it's it's all broken. Right. Yeah. So, never the same after that for same. sure. So hopefully that uh, winning that golf tournament was worth it. Yep. Yep. He did go on to win Masters. He did. He won a couple that, other but. ones. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Two thousand. Oh boy. That's the last time the Sooners won a national championship. Good gravy. I mean, in football. Yeah, well, yeah, football. I mean, all I'm seeing is men's gymnastics, women's gymnastics, and, of course, the run that their softball team has been on. Yeah, that's the only thing they may still win a national championship <laughs> yeah. in, in uh, the SEC is softball. Man, women's gymnastics, too. They're, yeah. they're good recently. Well, the and... SEC has some pretty good women's gymnastics, too. Yeah. So. But 2000s. All right. 2000. June 27th, Travis. A day that will live in sports infamy. Mm-hmm. 1994. June 17th. Across the country, a number of high-profile sporting events and headlines rocked the newscape. The events of the day would later be profiled in a 30 for 30 documentary. O.J. Simpson is arrested uh. in Los Angeles following a lengthy, well-televised police chase by the LAPD. An estimated 95 million people more than viewed that year's Super Bowl. Watch the yep. coverage of the chase. In New York, 
On this day in 1994, the city celebrates the Rangers' first Stanley Cup victory since 1940 with a parade. With the series tied at 2-2, the Knicks would win Game 5 of the NBA Finals versus Houston in Madison Square Garden. At Soldier Field in Chicago, the FIFA World Cup began with opening ceremonies, and the U.S. played host to the World Cup for the first time ever, and Arnold Palmer played his final U.S. Open round, shooting 81 at Oakmont in his home state of Pennsylvania. That was all on this day in 1994. Yeah, nuts. Nuts. How uh, that 30 for 30 mm-hmm. documenting the day yep. uh, was really awesome. It was really so. good. It was, it was one of the... One of the best ones that they've, mm. they've made. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. Other things that happened on June 17th, 2008. The Celtics won their 17th NBA title with a 131-92 win over the Lakers in Game 6. Celtics were a 24-win team the season before, wrapping up the biggest turnaround in NBA history in their first title since 1986. Anything's possible! Mm. That's where that came from. Yep. Uh in 2010, two years later, the Lakers beat the Celtics for the first time in a Game 7 to repeat as NBA champions. Lakers would win their 16th NBA title, rallying from a 13-point second-half deficit. Mid-late 2000s, it was Lakers-Celtics at the top, it felt like, every year. You had Lakers, the big three with the sure. Celtics, and then you had Kobe at the end of his career, but still able to make it happen. Mm, yeah, uh, this, uh, the Lakers for sure. Mm-hmm. So now we move on to June 18th, Travis. June 18th, Tiger Woods takes the 100th U.S. Open in 2000, winning by 15 strokes. It shatters the open margin of victory by 11 of 11, set by Willie Smith in 1899. It's the largest margin in any major championship, surpassing the 13-stroke victory by old Tom Morris in the 1862 British Open. The only players other than Woods to win a major by 10 or more shots did so before the turn of the 20th century. We will never see that again, and Tiger's done it twice. Mm. Twice. Twice. 97 Masters, he won by 12, and the 2000 US Open, he won by 15. Mm. 2006, June 18th. Leading by one through 71 holes, Phil Mickelson saw his bid for a third consecutive major in his elusive first U.S. Open end when he double bogeys the final hole at Wingfoot. Jeff Ogilvie wins the tournament in stunning fashion. Hmm. Phil choked. He'll never get that U.S. Open win, Travis. He's never going to get it. He did. He did choke. I remember that, too. 2013, with the Heat facing elimination, Ray Allen shot forces OT in a wild game six against the Spurs. Miami goes on to win 103-100 with Chris Bosh's block sealing the win. The Heat won game seven, 95-88, giving LeBron James his second ring. That's the famous Ray Allen shot right there at the the end of force overtime against the Spurs. Yep, Yep. and uh, not a lot of people saw that because a lot of people left. Yep. As Travis And I never forget. Travis will never forget. Never. And finally, finally, uh, 2014, June 18th, Clayton Kershaw pitches a no-hitter, striking out a career-high 15, and allowing the only base runner on a throwing error by shortstop Hanley Ramirez in the Dodgers' 8-0 win over the Rockies. Do you think he ever gave Hanley for that? Mm. I wouldn't have. I was one batter away from a perfect game, and you had to have a throwing error. Yeah. But to be fair to Hanley Ramirez, not really known for a great defense. No. No, he wasn't. And that's sports history. And that's your loaded, loaded this day in sports history. Yeah, a lot of important things. Yeah. You know, so. whether it be Tiger and Rocco in the U.S. Open or mm. the O.J. Chase or yeah. a lot of important things happening this weekend. 
a lot of things. Yeah. So go celebrate it. Very cool. Very cool. And uh, go celebrate Father's Day as well. So watch some uh, baseball because can't watch NASCAR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yep. Yep. Alrighty. We I'll will. watch the U.S. Open. Or that too. Yeah, you can watch the U.S. Open. Yep. So. Uh, see how that uh, shakes out. Hopefully, it's a, a good one this weekend. I know maybe some golfing purists don't like the low scores, but hey. Don't worry. They'll make an adjustment for Saturday and Sunday so it gets harder. Right. That's what they always feel like do when courses are super easy for the U.S. Open. So the script says. Yep. So. Tough hole locations and stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe so it'll rain. Maybe. And see the weather forecast, but. Uh, we will be back to talk about it on Monday as well as the top three moments from the sports weekend as well. So enjoy your uh, Father's Day out there, and we'll be back on Monday. And until then, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Peace. Peace.